Hey, hey. Welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, Man, first of all, we made it out of 2020. Welcome to a yes, new year. Yes, we did. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy sir. Happy New Year. Sir, 2021. Man, we, we here, bro. <laughs> that's, that's really all I can that's say it, about man. it. Yeah, that's it. We we made it through a a very, very difficult year. And not to say that this year, hope we're hoping that this year would be better, but just happy to happy to made it through, you know, one of the many people that made it through this year. Um, after everything that's been going on, all the people that we lost and pandemic and all this. Just grateful to make it to twenty twenty one, baby. That's it. Facts, facts. That's it. Man, of course. Y'all know who we are by now. Sanders and my boy Dupree with me. Yes, sir. You feel me? Uh bro, you, you good, bro? You good? How 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 is it right now in the ATL, bro? Is it straight? Oh uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. Everything's good. Um what has been a little bit better. Um it hasn't been as cold um as of late. Um Obviously, everybody that's been following this pandemic and, and things knows that uh, Atlanta really hasn't, um, how should I say it, really doesn't have any regard <laughs> for the pandemic. <laughs> really doesn't Man. have too much regard for the pandemic. You know, people still, you know, going out doing anything, which is fine to go out and do your thing, you know, and, every, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, people are going out and not wearing masks and, you know, so... That's Atlanta is good. Uh, we gotta, we do have to chill. These numbers are spiking up in Georgia, so um, it, it might be time to maybe shut some things down again. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. But with these runoff elections and everything, they, you know, people are going to and voting and stuff. So yeah, no one, uh, they want, they ain't gonna shut it down yet. They might be coming, but not yet. Yeah, I will. Tennessee said, hold my beer, because, you know, the numbers over here, <laughs> the numbers out this way has been outrageous. They, Tennessee said, hold my beer. Yeah. We, we 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 got y'all. Let us be number one. We won't be number one in many things, but let us be number one in this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as bad as Georgia is, yeah, Tennessee, yeah. It is, yeah, it is bad in Tennessee. It is bad. And is it Nashville, or is it really spiking in Nashville? Um, man, really, really, I think what it is, it's, it's really more so like the smaller towns, the rural areas, but they got to end up coming to, you know, the bigger cities. They got to end up coming to Nashville, coming to Memphis to go get Mm -hmm. checked out and everything. Knoxville and all that, yeah. Yeah, it makes it, it makes it seem like that, that place of numbers is spiking, which I mean, they do got to take account into it, but you know, it's really like the rural areas that's really going through. Cause I, I mean, Nashville isn't doing such a good job with with the COVID protocols either. Uh, most of these other big cities trying to, but like those smaller towns, man, they like to hell with a mask. I ain't wearing nothing, you know. Yeah, so, now that's true. That is true. I I had to come. I came up to Tennessee. Um, in early December, I came up there, I was doing some recruiting up there and I went to Cookville to the state championship 
games. And uh, in Ohio, you got to wear a mask. It, you wear where's your mask. Like, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. And in Tennessee, I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess they just do whatever they want to do. <laughs> down here. Yeah, that's them. I guess you don't have to wear a mask down here in Tennessee. So I, I, I saw it firsthand. I was, I was definitely surprised because um, in Ohio, yeah, they're not, they don't play at all. That governor, he does not play at all in Ohio. Tight. Well, let's see. We uh, let's see what episode is this? Episode sixteen. Uh, I think we got a good one here. I think we got a good one here. If you are a basketball fanatic, if you are a basketball lover, I'm sorry. This episode is not for you. It's <laughs> not for you. We come back maybe the next episode or a couple episodes later down the road. We we'll yeah, probably we got you to it, but it's getting down. It's getting down and dirty and nitty gritty with football. So this one's just gonna be strictly just a football episode. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it um, is. But. Man, yeah, I guess let's let's go right into it, bro. Oh, so you know, of course, yesterday the uh college football playoff, the semifinals went on yesterday. Uh you had Alabama against Notre Dame and Clemson against Ohio State. Uh I guess for our sake or my sake, whoever's sake, it don't matter. We knew one result was gonna go one way, but the other result was, to a certain extent, was kind of shocking. Just, I guess, the way that it went down and everything. But, uh, of course, we'll, we'll start off with the, the team that was ranked number one in the playoff ranking. Um, Alabama did what they did. They took care of business against Notre Dame, 31-14. And, and honestly, the, the score probably could have been worse than that. If <laughs> if we being honest, the, the score could have been worse than that. Um Devonta Smith with another, of course, just monster game. Seven catches, 130 yards, three TDs. I mean, bro, I mean, Bama just set the tone really from the first play from kickoff. When I'm talking about the guy on special teams later, he laid yeah. a boom on him. First play. Yeah I, don't, I, yeah, I don't know who that was. I'm sitting there like, oh, good Lord. I'm like, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> he, stopped, he stuffed him on the 10-yard line. I was like, yeah, that's. It's not good. <laughs> this, this is not good. Yeah, they did set the tone uh, right out the gate. They did set the tone right out the gate. I mean, like you said, this this any anybody that wasn't a Notre Dame fan probably <laughs> believed that Alabama was going to win, and um, even though they didn't cover the spread, I figured Alabama was going to win. Um, just too much firepower on offense. The thing with this game for me, for Notre Dame, was where, where they're going to be able to extend drives, um, you know, be able to convert on third downs, and then where they're going to score touchdowns when they had the opportunity to score touchdowns because field mm-hmm. goals isn't going to beat this Alabama team because when they get – they score touchdowns and they're scoring fast. And uh, Notre Dame is a methodical, run-the-ball, physical team – on offense, and uh, I mean they were fifty percent on third downs yesterday, which is uh, which is pretty good against that Alabama defense. But um, it just it just wasn't enough. The the firepower on offense for Alabama is it, it was just too much. And I watched uh, Brian Kelly's 
press conference, his post-game press conference, and he said something that really resonated and really got me thinking. He said the last time we played Alabama and the previous times before this year when they played Clemson, he felt that there was a difference in physicality. There was a big difference in physicality between those Alabama teams, Clemson teams, and that, the, you know, that particular Notre Dame team. And he mm-hmm. said, yesterday, I don't think physicality was an issue, which I would have to agree with. I don't think physicality was an issue. What he said was the guys on the perimeter made the plays and we didn't. And he went on this whole thing about, you know, every, you know, there is a, there's a narrative with Notre Dame being in the playoff and, you know, not being able to hang, you know, not being able to hang with these teams and all that type of stuff. But he said everybody in the country has had these problems. No one in the country has been able to tackle Devontae Smith and Najee Harris and when J- Jalen Waddle, when he was playing, and Jonathan Mitchie, no one has been able, ta- been able to tackle them in open field all season. He was like, look at their, look at their schedule, look at the scores. You see, we played them as tough as, I mean, they played them tough. They just have better perimeter players than we do. And he was like, we'll, we'll keep winning. We're going to keep winning. We'll keep getting back here. We'll get over the hump. But it's not so much a thing of, Notre Dame can't hang is nobody can hang with <laughs> nobody has been able to hang with them. So it's not a it's not that Notre Dame is a bad team. Just no one has been able to to hang with Alabama and those those guys out there on perimeter, which I I I mean he's telling the truth. Like it was I don't think the score probably could have been worse, but I mean I don't think Notre Dame just played terribly last night. I really don't think they just played an awful game. I think Alabama skilled players are better than Notre Dame skilled players. And until they catch up, that's how it will be. But you got three big starting quarterback, starting running back, starting receiver, all Heisman finalists. What do you want them to do? (laughs) 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 What what, What do you want them to do? They got three of the top five Heisman finalists this year on one team. What what you want this defense to do? What did you expect? You know, so um I you know, I don't I think that and I've done this too. I think that Notre Dame they get they have a reputation and they get a bad rep because they have not been able to really perform in these big time games, which I mean they just haven't been able to. They just they just haven't. But this year, I mean they were able to beat Clemson and Granny was out without Trevor Lawrence, but they beat Clemson, played for the for their conference title and for what is worth played the Alabama team who's been blowing everybody out all season, pulling up fifty points. Played them pretty tough. So um I had to give some credit to Notre Dame for yesterday. Um, we figured that Alabama was going to do what they did. I don't think there was a surprise at all. No, not not really. Um, it's just, I guess when uh, everybody who's a, uh, who really studies the game of college football and know the history of college football knows how much of the, the name 
Notre Dame holds weight within the sport. And when you think about it and you go off their history, I mean, for years, they've been the ones who are winning the national championships, playing for national championships year in and year out, especially from that time, probably from in between the like 50s on up until about when Lou Holtz was the coach, Mm -hmm. you know, Every every just about almost any coach that you can think of that had been a part of Notre Dame, maybe outside of a few, has had won a national championship in in between those years. But they haven't won. I what I, they haven't won one since probably since, the late eighties. Yeah, since Lou Holtz. Yeah, I think yeah. since Lou Holtz, they haven't won one. They haven't won one since then. And then, um, their last, I think their last. Eight or nine uh, BCS games, or and or college football playoffs slash New Year's Six Bowls. They haven't won them, and they haven't been close. No, so it's like it, it's more so like the flare. Of course, the flare of Notre Dame has been lost a, a long time ago. But, you know, every now and again, they come around, they have a year like they had this year or the 18 year or 2012, and they get a chance to be out on national yeah. stage. But then they weren't playing. They weren't playing. Bad. They didn't have a chance to play for a national title. Yeah, it, it was it was bad. They were they would be happy just to even be able to keep it close with USC in those years. That's how mm-hmm. that's how bad it was. Um, So he's I mean, he's done a great job. But then it's like. You know, let's just be honest here. You know, fans of Notre Dame out in that area, their, you know, their expectations are just as high as a, a, a Alabama fan, just as high as a Clemson fan, just as high as any, any you know any other fan whose whose team has won a, a national championship or two mm-hmm. within this past decade or anything. You know, their their expectations is just as high as those teams. Um, but granted. Can't can't really be too upset at them for basically pretty much playing, like you said, <laughs> three of the top five Heisman candidates. <laughs> I mean, the best wide receiver in the nation. <laughs> yeah. Uh just and I mean, they, I mean talent from top to bottom. I don't Yeah. I mean they play the the number two team in the nation twice. And yeah. the number one team in the nation in the same, you know, in the same year. So yeah, I don't know. They, the, if we go, let me see. Was that well, no? The BCS didn't come to what about ninety nine? I believe so. Yeah. So they've been in one, two, three, four, five, six, and if you count this year, seven. They've been in seven BCS slash. College football playoff, New Year's Six Bowl games. They haven't won either one of them, and they've all kind of been blowouts. Fiesta Bowl against Oregon State, forty-one to nine. Fiesta Bowl, Ohio State, two thousand six, thirty-four twenty. Sugar Bowl that next year, LSU, forty-one fourteen. The the BCS national championship game against Bama. We know how that went. Yeah, you know. 
the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State, blowout. The Cotton Bowl against Clemson two years ago, 30-3. 31-14 yesterday. It's just, you know, it's just kind of more so like, can they be able to compete? And like, how serious can people, can like people really take them? Like, no one, because no one cares if that you're going 9-0, and 10-0, 11-0, and then you're getting to, you're getting to the, you know, you're getting to the to college football playoffs and y'all not even putting up a fight, you know. Because you blink, I mean, you, last yesterday you blinked your eyes twice, it was 14 to nothing already. Yeah. And every time I look, every time I'm seeing Notre Dame with the ball, I mean, I like Ian Book. He's a decent, he's a nice quarterback, decent quarterback, but Every time I look up, he that man was running and scrambling for his life. <laughs> yeah, because would nobody get? Could nobody get open? Was nobody getting open? And that pass rush was getting to him. It was just, you know. And then it's, it's like what you said with what, uh, what Brian Kelly said. It wasn't like that. Alabama just like outmanned them or like was yeah, way more physical. More physical than them. Yeah, it's, it's just the, the players. On, the players on the perimeter for Alabama are better than every other every other team's perimeter players in the country. Correct, and no one's been able to stop them. Simple so, as that. Yeah, so um, he's like, I don't get why all of a sudden we play them and now oh yeah, another Dame is supposed to be able to stop them. <laughs> so, or, or, like, another Dame, or another Dame is going to be able to you know control them. They've been doing this all year. It's just. That's just how it's been. So I think for next, I do believe that they have the, they do have the physicality, which I think needs to when you when you get into these these playoff games, you get into playing the teams that you, that we're talking about, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Ohio States of the world, teams like Notre Dame, um, Oklahoma, um, even the Pac-12, like a Oregon or. Um, you know, these these schools that are possibly right there, maybe not so much Oregon, but Notre Dame, Oklahoma, these schools are right there. You got to be able to be physical with Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. But for, for Notre Dame specifically, now you got to match that skill play on the perimeter now. Now you have to be able to go get the skill guys to match Alabama skill guys. And with... Notre Dame, you know, the academic prowess and the school and everything. We don't know if they're going to be able to get those type of those type of players, if they're going to be able to be able to get them. So that's going to be the the next challenge for Brian Kelly is to now you have to find skilled guys that can match up, at least on offense, because I think right now their offense, they don't have they're not they're not explosive enough to to play to score with these teams. To score with Alabama, to score with Clemson, to score well, they scored with Clemson the first go round, but we saw what happened in the second go round. You just you got to be you got to have some dynamic playmakers out there on the perimeter on both sides of the ball, and they just don't they're not there yet. So I think that's the next step for Notre Dame to be able to possibly take that next step and um, possibly breaking through and winning the national title. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll just, have to, we'll just have to wait and see with them. But, I mean, as we've been seeing it also for years, I mean, Alabama is basically – they're the cream of the crop, you know. Yep, um, it. It's not too often that here recently we haven't seen them in the picture or in the conversation for the national championship every every year. 
it, you know, for at least the past decade, they've been in the conversation or close to it or winning it almost every year. I you know it was it was so strange seeing them not even in it last year. <laughs> like, and you know, that's I mean, and I'm not like a big Alabama fan. I'm you know or anything like that. But it was it was I'm just it was strange not seeing them in there. Like it was it was strange not seeing them there and seeing other teams playing for like the Natty. It was just kind of like it, it it was like finally seeing like the 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 big bully get like finally beat up on the <laughs> playground. It's like oh wait, he not coming back. Like yeah. he, you show he not coming back. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt last year. And then you, I mean, but you knew, like, you knew they was going to come back hard. Oh, year. yeah. Oh, yeah. You never come back hard. And then the fact that, the fact that, the fact that it, I, I give a lot of kudos to Devontae Smith because he easily could have left last that's year just team. like Ju- Judy, just like Henry Ruggs. And Mac, Mac would have been out there with a whole young receiving core. And we, yeah. he might not have the numbers that he had. But the fact that Devontae came back for one more year. And the show that he's been putting on all year, especially him, yesterday. Him, like, Waddle, Harris, and yeah. we all decided to come back. The all those boys could have all those boys could have left last year, but decided to come back. And I mean, I hate that Waddle uh suffered that season ending injury. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, like if I had to vote for uh somebody to win Heisman, I it's it would be it would be Devonta Smith. Yeah, I, my vote would go to Devontae Smith too. He's he's just, he's been the best player. He's been the best player all year. He's been the best player all year. I don't I don't. You know they love to give it give it to quarterbacks. Um, I just don't. I wouldn't give it to Kyle Trask. I wouldn't give it to Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think I think Devontae Smith is the Heisman winner, and I think he should win it. Um, I believe he will win it, to be honest with you. Um, he's been that good this year. He's just been that good. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> he's been balling. Dude's been, he's been balling. He tied the, tied the uh, single season record for the SEC for receiving touchdowns that Jamar Chase had last year. He just tied it. He's, he got one more game to go. So, I'm pretty he's confident that he's going to broke. Yeah, he, he yeah. will break that because – he would score a touchdown in uh, next Monday. He will yeah. score a touchdown. I'm booking that, putting it on yeah. right now. Um, but before I know, before we move on real quick, um, so I'm watching the game, and I'm sitting there, and my dad and my brother were watching, and I was kind of dozing off a little bit, just a little, um, in like that first quarter. Just a lot of things going on throughout the day. A little tired, so I'm dozing off. And then Matt Jones hands the ball off to Najee Harris, and he breaks to the right and goes down the sideline and hurdles, hurdles to safety for Notre Dame. And I instantly sat straight up. <laughs> Bruh, Bro, that when he, was, when that he was the cleanest him, one. That was the cleanest hurdle I've seen. And in a few years, bro. And I think it's the fact he 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 hurdled him. It was so clean. It looked so effortless. He hurdled him. And then normally when he hurdles guys, he hurdles them and then guys are around so they, you know, able to hit him and knock him over and stuff. He hurdled him 
landed and just kept on going like it was nothing. That was the best play. I I have Saquon Barkley. He hurt those guys all the time. Uh, Zeke, he you know he do it a little bit. I'm trying to think of other guys that that uh, do the hurdle thing. There's a lot of guys that do it, but he has done it. I every not at least these last like four Alabama games that I've watched, he's done it at least once every game. And it's like, dude, is rid- he's ridiculous. Um, so uh, Arthur Blank, um, I know we're still looking for a um, a GM and head coach and everything like that, um, but. Uh, Probably won't, you know, probably won't do it with that with our first round pick. But if he's there in the second round, um, let's let's go ahead and uh lock up Najee Harris and bring him on to yeah. Atlanta. Let's, yeah, uh, yeah, snatch 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 him up real that quick. Would, that would make make me feel <laughs> a whole lot better if we could get him because he's he is he is different. That yeah, that was incredible what he did yesterday. Speaking of different and incredible. Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> 22 for 28. 385 yards. Six touchdowns. He had as many touchdowns as he did incompletions. And I mean, and outside of the interception he threw in the, the, the beginning of the second half, he basically had a flawless game. As Ohio State just, and you know, kind of surprisingly here, just kind of really dismantled Clemson, and yeah, both sides of the ball. Yeah, it was Clemson underperformed last night. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't see this coming. Now. We go back to last year real quick. Every, you know, if you watched the game last year, you know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Jeff Okuda, I can't remember who was it. Deion, it might have been Deion Kane. Deion Kane catches catches the pass and it was, it was either him or Fred Ross. It was one of them. One, it might have been Fred Ross. It might have been Fred Ross. But catches the catches the ball. Jeff Okuda knocks it out. Scoop and score for Ohio State. And they deemed it to be an incomplete pass when truly it should have been a fumble in the scoop and score. And that ultimately was the difference in the game. Um, Ohio State ended up losing by six. Justin Field, you know, they've gone down the field and scored. Justin Field throws the pick. Yeah, yeah, we know how that ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I didn't, the question for Ohio State in this game for me, obviously they were getting guys back that didn't play in that Big Ten championship. So, so that was going to help. But it was the question of were they going to be able to get it up and score score with Clemson. I said it yesterday um, when we were talking in our group message and everything. Sanders, I said Justin Fields is going to have to play out of his mind because he had he hadn't been playing good over these last four games or whatever. He has not been playing good at all. And I said I was like he's going to have to play out of his mind because he's you got to do you got to do it with Trevor Lawrence. And Ohio State has had problems in the secondary, which they continue to have problems in the secondary yesterday. Um, and you can't have problems in the secondary against Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> that's just that's not a good combination. Right. If you have problems in the secondary with him, he's he's going to exploit them. Um, so 
he needed to be able to duel and and um and ball out, shake off the cobwebs and everything, whatever was going on, shake that off and have a have a great game last night. And that's what he did. He he I mean, just okay, Clemson went down and scored. Okay, Ohio State went down the field, touchdown. Okay, Clemson come back, scores again, touch the fields, right back down the field, touchdown. And it was just okay. Every time he puts up, every time he scores, all right, here we go. I'm right back at him. I'm not going nowhere. This this not happening again this time. Um, and the 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 defensive line for Ohio State took over Man. the game in the second half. Man, they forced Trevor Lawrence had three fumbles last night. They I had I haven't seen Clemson's offensive line get bullied like that. Oh, it's been a while, man. A I don't. Time. I can't. Yeah, probably, I, probably the probably the Sugar Bowl game when Kelly Bryant was the QB. Yeah, against Alabama. Yeah, and that was three years ago. Yeah. So they, I mean, John, Jonathan Cooper, Jackson Smith, like they, they that second half, they just <laughs> they let the dogs loose and they just I'm, went after I'm Trevor. Telling. He just they hit him. They sacked them. They sacked them a couple of times, but they were just constantly in the backfield, constantly, and, then, and that allowed for them to make plays um, back in the secondary. That helped out the secondary, um, ultimately. But yeah, that defensive line for Ohio State just completely just took over the game last night. And um, I think last year's loss really motivated this. Last year's loss and everything that's been going on this year. You know, folks saying that they shouldn't shouldn't be in the playoff. I think that. All everything that was going on really just fueled them, um, and it, they showed last night. They they played almost a perfect, almost a perfect game last night. I don't know how how what else they could have done last night to 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 make it more convincing that they should have they they should definitely have been in the playoff. Trey Sermon had another great heat, one hundred ninety three yards. They they just they did whatever they wanted. The trenches, I think that's the trenches on both sides of Buffalo House, they just dominated the game. Yeah. Yeah. I like another thing that stood out to me about that was just basically Ohio State made Clemson one dimensional. I mean, Travis Etienne was yeah. quiet with ten carries, thirty two yards, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Made it made it made it hard for him, them to get him going. The thing is, I mean, the thing is, last year he didn't beat he didn't beat them in the run game last year either. He was he was beating them in the passing game. So, I mean, but being able to do that and just because I'm I, as I'm sitting there watching the game, I'm with there with some of my family members and I'm talking to my nephews and I'm like, and I just sit there. I said, man, damn. Every time I look up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper is back there in the backfield, like torch. I'm like, I'm like, yo, he whooping that right tackle ass. Oh uh, yeah, he. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, you not gonna, y'all not gonna give him no help. Can we get a no chip? Help. Can we get a yeah. chip? Can we get a chip and release over there or something? Can we just double this man and see if anybody else can win one on one? Because I'm talking about, dude, he was. They were coming back there. Him and uh, what's the other guy? Josh, Jackson uh, Smith. J- Jackson Smith. Yeah, like. It was almost like they were saying, "Yeah, bro, I meet you at the quarterback." Yeah, so let's, <laughs> like, let's race to see who can get there first. 
Like, for real, I was just like, dude, the fact that they could do that. And, I mean, like you said, but, yeah, the uh, Trey Sermon, I mean, man, uh, once again, another big transfer pickup that they get um, to come to come up there, transfer from Oklahoma. Um, so, you know, he, he's not used, he's used to it. He, he ain't new to it. Yeah. And you can definitely tell that they were, like, heavily motivated highly motivated, ready to go play some football. Um, just the fact of dealing with the controversy that they had within last year's game, knowing that, I, I mean, we can say it now, knowing that they got robbed in the game last year, they probably would have been in the championship game last Probably wouldn't have been LSU, but they would have been in the championship game last year. Um, dealing with everything that they had to deal with with COVID, as far as having what three, I think they had three games cancel on them because of dealing yep. with COVID. Yeah. Um, to only get five regular season games and then get um the conference championship game being their sixth and the shot that Dabo took at them for ranking them eleventh in his coaching his coach's poll and you know everything like that. I mean it. They had a lot of fuel to the fire. <laughs> they definitely had a lot of fuel to the fire and was ready and was ready to go. Like you can tell that they was thinking like we we not about to have this get into the referee hands. We're not about to have no we not trying to have none of this. Like we're gonna dominate and we're gonna do this on our own and leave no doubt and show everybody that we belong here. And they did just that. And now we <laughs> I mean, next Monday we we we're set up for a good one. Oh yeah. Set up for a good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Next, I, I, yeah. It's, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm probably. I don't bet that often, but I'm probably gonna bet on that game, and I'm gonna take the. I'm going whatever the the combined score is. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I would definitely take the over. I'm I would the take over. the over. Yeah, if if, if you're gonna do that, I would take the over. They, I'm gonna take the over. If if Justin Fields play like, I mean. He was already he was already balling, and after that hit, um, oh, oh. after that hit, it was just like he went into. And I didn't I didn't think he was the way he was, you know, wincing in his face and everything. It was like, man, I don't know if he's gonna be able to finish. Right. I didn't. I did not think because that was a, that was a, that was a good shot. I mean, a clean shot. Yeah, and it's like to the ribs. when when he got hit, and then they got the ball back late in the half. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay. I would either you take him out or you run the football this whole drive. Right. And they, you know, they were still trying to throw it. And it's like, man, he is, he is not comfortable back there. Like, it's definitely some discomfort. Like, let's just get to get him to the half and let's see what's going on. Um, and he was still hurting in this, still hurting in the second half. And he came back and continued to do his thing. Um, I think that that hit kind of, <laughs> that hit woke him up with some, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't, he wasn't sleep. He was already balling, but after that hit, it was just he went into a different, a whole different mode, and he like killer instinct. Then he finished them off. He just finished them off. Yeah, I mean, man, that game, that yeah, that just, I like I said, I didn't, I really didn't see that coming. I didn't think it would be as a. Uh, as lopsided was, I thought we was gonna have another good one like we had last year with it. I um, mean, but 
when if if they playing like that, I mean, because everybody knows first of all, on paper, you know, Ohio State is one of the top four teams anyway. So I don't I don't think anyone should have been out here clowning them about uh, if they belonged or not. I thought that was a I thought that was a bit much. I know I mean I understand it, the gripe about it, just because of them only playing six games in total. But I mean, you got to do what you got to do. The Big Ten had, I think, about $12 million that they might have lost out on if they couldn't get anybody in or something like that. So I, you think I'm going to make sure I bend the rules a little bit so I can get somebody <laughs> in and get that $12 million? Of course. So with the results and the effects of, you know, the game between Clemson and Ohio State, uh, clearly we see, we know that those were the, the, the respective starting quarterbacks both juniors, both are going to declare for the NFL draft. Um, probably the top two quarterbacks in the draft. Does last night' performance change anything for us? Like, if you're Jacksonville, who you take at one, or is it still like, okay, well, okay, he didn't have his best game, but Trevor is still going to be the first guy taken. He should still should be the first quarterback taken. Yeah, nothing that nah, last night changes nothing. Trevor Lawrence should still be the number one pick in the draft. Um, and I believe he'll still be the number one pick. I think Jacksonville is still going to take him regardless of what happened last night. I mean, he's he was 33 for 48 with 400 yards and two touchdowns. He didn't just have, I mean, outside of the fumbles, it wasn't, he didn't just have a just awful game. <laughs> like he, still, he still did his thing. He just got, I mean, the guy on the other side was just better last night. Right. I don't think that changes anything. He was, I think he should still be the number one pick um, coming up in this this year's draft. Um, and one quick thing before I know you kind of you kind of leading towards um, talking about that Bama game. Um, the hit, yeah, on Justin yeah. Fields. Yeah, I, I need to say this. Um, yes, for everybody that is saying that. Um, that football is getting soft, that um, this isn't football anymore. What was he supposed to do? Um, just shut up. Just, <laughs> just shut up. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. For a guy that has played football all his life, I don't understand why people say what they say. And especially people who haven't played the game. Like, at, at least in, I don't know, everybody doesn't play college ball, so I don't want to be like that. But it's like, at least at the collegiate level, I need the letter of the law targeting is forcible contact with the crown of the helmet. That's what the rule is. Skowski led with the crown of his helmet and hit Justin Fields square in the ribs. Point blank period. That's targeted. Everybody's saying, whoa, what should he have done? Well, he's just supposed to stand straight up and tackle him. Like, no. Since I've been playing ball, Sanders, you know this too. You are taught to tackle with your head up. See what you are hitting. 
see what you are hitting. If he has his head up, yeah, his face mask, his Justin, Justin Fields, but it's not targeted anymore. Why? Because his head is up. He's not spearing. I've seen people say, oh, he got thrown out because it was a hard hit. No, it wouldn't hit. No, it would have been a hard hit regardless. But it makes it worse when you leave with the crown of your helmet. But people get so caught up in football is now is so much to protect the offense. It's so much to protect the offense. Has anybody ever sat down and thought, well, maybe it's to protect the defender as well? Because Scousey could have killed himself last night. He could have paralyzed himself last night. If you watch the Ryan Shazier hit, if you yeah. watch the Ryan Shazier hit, it's literally the same exact tackle. In the same spot, really, he hit Shazier hit the receiver in the ribs just like Skowski did last night. And this isn't the first time that he's been thrown out. He got thrown out last year for targeting against Justin Jefferson. If you want to change the rule and say maybe they shouldn't be thrown out, then okay, I have no issue. If if you if you're saying that guy shouldn't be thrown out, okay. But the argument that guy shouldn't be thrown out because the NFL doesn't throw players out, the NFL also finds guys too. So we're gonna Correct. find guys in college. With what money? The NFL, you have to have two feet in for a catch, for it to be a catch. So in college, we're gonna make it two feet now. In the league, when you fall down and you're not touched, you can get back up and keep running. So we're going to do that in college, too. It's two different games. That's why it's the pros and college. It's different. It's just different. So to protect, since you don't want to protect yourself, we going to come here. All right. Come sit down. You can't. It's, it's, it's just, I don't want to call him a dirty player or anything like that. But this whole thing about what was he supposed to do? Uh, Justin Fields spun into the like he spun. Okay, so he spun into James Skowski's crown, the crown of James Skowski's helmet. That's what happened. He spun into the crown of his helmet. If his head is up, he can't spin into the crown of his helmet. And offensive players get it too. Offensive running backs, they leave with their, they leave with the crown of their helmet and everything. And they should get called for targeting too. It's going to be a real good game next week. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I know Alabama, they'll have, they'll have uh, a chip in the shoulder. Last time they played Ohio State in the playoffs, they lost to Ohio State. So I know they'll, they'll, uh, Nick Saban, obviously the players, they weren't on their team, but Nick Saban, he'll, he'll have some extra motivation going into next Monday's matchup. So I think it'll be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Little technical issues there if y'all hearing that. It's all good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Um man, speaking of everything, uh got a little quick news still with college football and we'll 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 transition on. Uh so Tom Herman officially out as the head coach uh, at the University of Texas, uh, which is strange. Yeah. As we was talking about earlier, we was like, that was very strange. Um, the fact that, I mean, his overall record was pretty good, 32-18 and 18, over four seasons. They went 73 this year, won a bowl game. I think been to four straight. I think they went to a bowl game every year. Yeah. Uh, 
with him being the coach. Uh, so, hmm, no, I don't know. I, I thought that was a little weird that, you know, that um, they just let him go like that. But And they already found a replacement. They're going with Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, so Herman out at Texas and now Sarkeesian in. What, what, you, what you think about that? I was definitely surprised. I didn't see it coming. Um, I definitely thought that they would give Herman at least another year, possibly two. Um, I didn't see it coming this early. Like you said, they've been to they've been to four straight bowl games. They've played for Big Twelve championships. Um, they've beaten Oklahoma. I just thought maybe um, they would give him another year or two to see what what happens. But they, I mean. When you're at a a blue chip, you know, one of those blue blood, you know, programs, man, it's they want to win. Yeah. They they the fan bases, they want to win. And granted, like you said, he's what you said, thirty two and eighteen is yeah. his record. Thirty two and eighteen. But like we said earlier, he when yeah, you beat Oklahoma, you haven't won a big twelve championship, and you haven't made made it to the playoff. And when you have Oklahoma that's in your that's your bitter rival in your conference and there's they've won I think it's six straight Big Twelve championships and they're constantly they're one of the constants in the big in the college football playoff. Okay, it's it's time to we gotta figure something out. You know, Texas, we gotta figure something out. And I thought that, you know, they would give them another year or two, but like this just shows you College football, man, is these schools, man, you is win now. Is <laughs> win and win now. Um so uh, I, unless unless you're at Michigan. Unless you're at Michigan. Unless you're at Michigan. <laughs> unless you are at Michigan. They are talking about extending Jim Harbaugh, who he has at least Tom Herman has played he's he's played for a Big Twelve championship. Uh, he's being his rival. Jim Harbaugh Hadn't played. They haven't even won a division. Damn, can't, beat can't beat Ohio State. Can't, can't beat Ohio beat State. State. Can't beat Ohio State. Barely beat Penn State. Halfway beating Michigan State. Man, boy, man. <laughs> I, and they're talking about extending him for another three years. Dog, that is crazy. Another Bro, when three you, years. When you told me that, I was like, that's the, the my first words was, you're lying. Because I was no. like, why would they do that? I told you, I saw it earlier. I just skimmed past. I was like, yeah, that sounds like Michigan. I'm like, sound wow. like Michigan. I couldn't believe it. it yeah, they, it's really on Jim Harbaugh whether he has one more year in his contract. So it's on him to decide whether or not he wants to take the extension or not. But he ain't won nothing. They lost four straight bowl games. They didn't make a bowl game this year. They just, I, I don't know. And I mean, they, it's, it's, Tom, it's like kind of like Tom Herman. They, they want, they win ten games. They win eight games, nine games, but. Like we said, you can't beat Ohio State. You haven't played for a Big Twelve, a Big Ten championship, excuse me. And you losing bowl games. These New Year's Six, you lose. They've lost four straight bowl games. Yet Crazy. they want to hold on to them. I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Uh, but that's him. Him and that. That's a, that could that could be a yeah. whole another episode in itself. Tom Herman should have kept it. If they, we gonna if we comparing it to Tom Herman, should at least get it another two years at least. <laughs> if Jim Harbaugh is, like I said, it's on him. But Michigan wants to wants to extend him. 
Uh, why? I do not know. So they can keep losing to Ohio State. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what you're doing, NFL? Because this year, um, they, that's one of the games that got canceled. And it yeah. would have, oh, my Lord. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. That would have been ugly. <laughs> that would have been, oh. I would have yeah. I would have felt like I was watching a, a varsity school play a JV team. Yeah, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been good at all. He just yeah. I, I don't know, and I don't think I don't think Jim is a bad coach, but he they just you can't be you can't beat Ohio State you, you can't beat the two teams in your division to get to a Big Ten championship game. You can't beat Ohio State and you can't beat James Franklin and Penn State. Yeah, they gotta get that together. Yeah, but so we'll see. We'll see what Harbaugh decides to do. But it's on right. him. It is, man. Speaking speaking of on them, hey, we down to the final week of the regular season in the NFL, bro. It's week seventeen. It up. It's um, gosh, it is numerous. I can't even. When to go home, baby? It is numerous situations and implications. However you want to slice it and dice it. I think the only the only spot that is secured in the playoffs is Kansas City as as the one seed. Everything else is still up for grabs. Yeah, like, so literally. The and I mean man Buffalo this, with Buffalo, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh, they've clinched just because of they won their division. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as seeding goes. Uh, seeding is still outside that one. Outside of that one seed, oh, it's ta- all, well, it's Tampa, all in it. Tamp- Tampa is locked in at the five. They locked yeah, in. Tampa's at locked in. But They're outside of that, five. outside of that, it's still spots. The, in, 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 in the NFC, the NFC East winner is going to be that four spot, regardless. Yeah, whoever the, whoever wins that, whoever decides yeah. they want to win that. Um, yeah, but outside of that, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot still. It's a lot. We still don't know who's going to be the one seed in the in, in the, the NFC. NFC. Nope. It's so yeah. many. I mean, it's it's so many matchups. I mean, the Steelers and the Browns. The Browns, if Browns win, they get in. Yep. Uh, Titans, Texans, Jacks, Colts. Colts win, they're in. If the if the if the Titans lose, they get the division. Titans win, they get the division. They're in. I mean. Dolphins, yes. Bills, the Ravens, so, if they win, they're in. Yeah, so if the Ravens win, they're in. If Cleveland wins, they're in. This is just the top scenarios. If Indianapolis wins and Tennessee loses, they Indianapolis gets the, gets the they division. They win the South. Yeah. Yep, they win the South. Um, just for a playoff berth, though, Indianapolis needs to win. And they need Baltimore to lose or tie. For Miami, mm-hmm. if they win, they're in Tennessee to get the to win the division. The, if you win, you're in. Uh, just to get into the playoffs, if Baltimore loses, if they were to lose and Baltimore was to lose, they would get in. Um, it's, I mean, it, with Cleveland, you know, they're not playing. I, I don't see Cleveland losing they, to Mason Rudolph. I don't. I don't. I, I. If they were to lose, that would be the just. Yeah, Pittsburgh the biggest, did give them favor. Yeah, the biggest letdown. Because um, I would actually like to see this this team in the playoffs. That would be a huge letdown if they were to lose, to turn around and lose to Mason Rudolph but um, it's, it's, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
This is the Cleveland Browns we're talking about. It, I, it is. I'm not. I am not trying to like joke on them like that, but this is the Cleveland Browns we're talking about. I yeah. know some Cleveland Brown fans, and they're like, they not even when they heard that Mason Rudolph was starting, they was just like, uh, still watch, don't us pull, watch us pull some Cleveland stuff, yeah, and we don't win this game and we blow it, yeah, like they they're <laughs> they just. <laughs> They're they it's almost like it's crazy. They're happy with the year that they're having right now, but they even them, they're sitting there like at some point they're gonna do it. They're gonna yep. do it and they're gonna break my heart <laughs> and they're gonna make us so sad and realize that we're not making it again. I don't somebody's gonna have somebody's gonna end up being ten and six and not and making not the make playoffs. It. Yeah. And the toughest I mean, Miami plays Buffalo. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's tough. They got the hardest one out of everybody. Cause yeah, and Buffalo's the playing for the two seed. They're still playing. Yeah, they're still playing for seeding too. So Miami needs to win, or they need Baltimore, Cleveland, or Indianapolis to lose. Um, if they don't win, they need one of those three teams to lose. So Miami, they're, Miami's in control of their own destiny. But if they were to lose to Buffalo tomorrow. They need some help. They need some help. So they they do have the toughest matchup. Um, it's going tomorrow's going to be fun watching these these AOC. I mean, all the games, but you know, we're just talking about the AOC right now. There's going to be some some good games to watch. I'll be tuned into that that Pittsburgh Cleveland game, um, and then I'll I'll probably tune into the Buffalo game. I just I don't know. I like watching the Bills. I like watching them. No, no, they're they're. It, think about it. We've seen them on national TV here for what, the past four weeks now. Yeah, they, yeah. Now they're pretty good. They they're a pretty good team to watch. Yeah, I like watching Buffalo. So I might just to just to see what Miami does. And you up there in Buffalo, it's cold. It's it's January. Um, just to see how they handle that. And I, is Ryan? No, is Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, he's not. No, Kobe. what happened? Yup, that's what Kobe. it is. He got yup. He's on the COVID list, so it's all Tua. It's all Tua, so, um, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, the seating in the AFC is still is, is crazy. And it's as, as crazy as it is, the NFC Wild. ain't no better. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> the NFC ain't no better. Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle have all clinched their division. Um. Seattle, I'm sorry, did I say Seattle? I just lost my train of thought. But Green yeah. Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle, they all clinched their division. Mm-hmm. So we're still waiting to see what happens in the NFC East, obviously. And then Tampa Bay, they clinched the playoff berth. So you have those four teams. The Cardinals, the Bears, the Cowboys, uh, the Rams, uh, the Washington football team, and even the Giants. Still have a chance to make the playoffs, <laughs> bruh. Um, here's the thing that that got me in the NFC. It's crazy how the Chicago Bears at one point was five and one. I thought that yeah, lost yeah. like what six straight, five or six, Some, five something straight? like that. Yeah, I thought they were they, done. They come back, they make the switch back to Trubisky after. Well, was Foles got hurt. Yeah. yeah, they come back and they make the switch for Trubisky, 
and they get on the road, and I, okay, I know, I know I'm kind of foreshadowing, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think they get in because really? all they the thing is the thing is one of the teams they need one of the teams that they need to lose play each other. The Cardinals and the Rams play each other. <laughs> Whoever loses that game and then and the Bears win, they knock that Cardinals and Rams is an elimination game. Whoever wins that game is in. Whoever loses is in trouble, especially if the Bears win against who who do they play in the Vikings? Yeah, if they win against no, the Vikings. The, the Bears are playing Green Bay. Oh, they're playing Green Bay. Ooh, yeah. That's tough. Exactly. So that's the thing. So Chicago plays Green Bay. Green Bay, obviously, no one has that number one. If Green Bay wins, they get that number one seed. So they need to win tomorrow well, to get they, the number one do seed. They, do they have the tiebreaker over? Is Chicago in the seventh spot right now or is it Arizona? Who's in the seventh right now? In the seventh spot, I thought it was. Let me see. Because it, it, it has to, right now, it has to be Tampa, the Rams, and it's a tie. It has to be a tie between the Bears and the Cardinals. The, the Bears. So right now, the wild card spots is. Tampa at five, the Rams at six, Chicago at seven. And then, okay. Uh, the Cardinals are right outside at eight. Mm. So that, that that's the so well, I still stand corrected. The if the, you're a Bears fan, you want to win, but then if you lose, you're ho- you're cheering for the Rams to beat the Cardinals. Yeah. Y'all both at that point, y'all both were eight and eight. Yep. You're both eight and eight, but you already been on the tiebreaker. I guess, you know, however it is with more conference wins or whatever, or I don't know if they played each other or not this year. I don't think they did. Um, but that's the thing, because, like, if the Rams – because if the Rams win, they're in. Yeah. If the Rams win, they're in. But they also don't – if the Rams win, they're in. But if they lose to Arizona and the Bears lose, I think the Rams are still in too because they're not – yeah, at that point, they're both teams – at that point, the Cardinals and Rams are both nine and seven. They probably just switch spots, and the yeah. Bears lose that so, eight and eight, so they don't get in. The Rams, yeah, the Rams. If the Rams win or tie tomorrow, or if the Chicago, if the if the Rams win, or if Chicago loses, the Rams are in. So if if Chicago loses tomorrow, the Rams will get in as long as um, yeah, if, if Chicago loses, the Rams will get in. Then the only thing that worries me is that, I mean, even though I'm I'm not a fan of the small-handed guy, uh, Jared Goff isn't playing because he had to have surgery yeah. on his thumb. So I don't who who's the backup. I it, I know uh, Blake Bortles was the backup last year, but I know it's somebody that we ain't never heard of. Yeah, I just saw the story on it earlier. Oh, I cannot remember the dudes. Is it, now it's, it, I heard Kyler was playing. I heard he was able to. He's gonna be yeah, able to go. Kyler, yeah, Kyler Murray is. He's playing. He's not. Uh-huh. He's not missing this game. Okay, he's playing. Another was, another crazy one for me is, of course, the NFC. The NFC least. Mm-hmm. The fact that <laughs> Washington has had like four or five weeks in a row to clinch this division. And they hadn't done it yet. Gets on my nerves because yeah. they they making our pick of them getting in look bad. 
Yeah. But that's because we that we thought, you know, Alex Smith being in that QB would help. Gonna, with, yeah. He we'll got do. hurt. Uh Dwayne Haskins just self imploded. And Taylor Heineke might be starting Sunday, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the thing is, still, same thing for them. If they win, they're in. But it's, if they lose, the winner between the Cowboys and the Giants win the East. And what's what's going to be so drumified and drumafield about it is that the Cowboys and Giants game is in the afternoon. Yep. So whoever wins that game can't even really, they really can't even celebrate because the yeah, Sunday get, night game is the Washington exactly. versus the Eagles game. Yeah, so, so the they can't Dallas, even celebrate. Dallas plays at one. Yeah, Dallas plays at one. And that Washington that Washington game is until later on that night. So they had to sit on pins and needles and just see what's I Bro, just I just know, imagine I, just imagine you if you're a Cowboys fan or or a Giants fan and you win that game and you are cheering for the Eagles to win. That's tough. <laughs> you would never do that, but in this moment you're cheering. You're yeah. cheering for the Eagles to win. That that is tough. Boy. Just so y'all just so you know the fact that you're in. That's wild. Didn't we say I I believe I said it. A team that a team with a loser record was going to win it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's going to happen because what the Cowboys is six and nine. Yep. The Johnson six and you called it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Seattle I mean, can get Seattle can still get a first round by. That's crazy. They need to win. They need. They have to win, and Green Bay and New Orleans has to lose. They play San Francisco, so I believe they'll get that 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 W. New Orleans plays Carolina, Carolina. tomorrow, but they hold yeah. running back. Yeah, they hold running back. Is, yeah, I don't even know who. I haven't seen anything. I don't know. Obviously, they had to bring somebody up from the practice squad or something. I don't. Jesus. They don't have a running back. Unless they're going to, I mean, I would assume the, the plan is to play Taysom Hill at running back. Mm. That that would probably be the the next best thing is just, okay, we'll just plug in Taysom Hill and he'll be the running back. Yeah. But he's also your backup quarterback. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Hashtag let James play. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's uh. You about to make this tough because I know what what you about to ask me. So, um, I, let's just let's go ahead and just get to it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, look. I just want to know who getting in, who's getting in, who's who's gonna be left out both ways, both conference. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. All right. So, what what we going? We what? Going AFC first and NFC first. Uh, let's that's, yeah, let's do AFC. Okay, AFC, AFC. All right. So, I believe that I believe Baltimore will get in. Yeah, I believe Baltimore will get in. They'll beat Cincinnati tomorrow, and they'll be in the playoffs. 
I think that golly. Okay, yeah. I think that Baltimore get in. I think Cleveland, I believe I'm I'm gonna ride with Northeast Ohio because I live there and I gotta go back here soon. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I think that Cleveland <laughs> I think Cleveland will win tomorrow. I think they beat Pittsburgh and again to the playoffs tomorrow. I think Cleveland will be in. I think that the team that will be left out is the Miami Dolphins. Because Indianapolis is going to be Jacksonville, and the Titans will be Houston. I think Miami will end up losing to Buffalo because Buffalo is still playing for seeding. Um, and it's in Buffalo. I, that's that's going to be a tough game for Miami to win. I think that Buffalo will win, and that will knock out the Dolphins. So uh, I'm going Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Colts, and Titans to make the AFC playoffs. I think Miami gets left out. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I mean, because we, I mean, we said this a couple of episodes back. We, we were that 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 they December slash January schedule was so tough, and we talking about Miami. It was so tough that I mean, we didn't know how they were going to do it. I mean, and now granted, they um they they ended up they ended up beating Vegas. They ended up beating did they what? Who else did they play? No, 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 no. The Vegas game is the only game they won. They lost against Kansas City and they lost. They lose last week? No, they won last week. They beat Vegas. They lost they beat, Kansas City. That's what it was. Vegas, Vegas was their last game. They beat the Patriots before that. And they beat the Patriots. So, yeah, they, 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 they won two out of the three, but... This one, I mean, this one is so hard. I, I'm with you. I just can't see. Especially I can't see them. Yeah, if Buffalo wasn't playing for seeding and wasn't playing. It'd be a different story. Yeah, it'd be, if they had the number one and they weren't playing everybody, I think. And the, I mean, Buffalo is only a three-point a three point favorite in yeah. this game. Or I, I, And I also think maybe if Buffalo also would have had the, the two seed locked in already too, I think they would probably rest some players, but it's not locked in. So they're like, let's be the two seed just in case somebody slips up and, and beats Kansas City and we can we keep winning. We host the AFC Championship game, you yep. know, or something like that. So um, I just can't – yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm Chiefs, Bills – Steelers, Titans, Ravens, Browns, and I in the Colts get in because I can't I can't see them losing to Jacksonville like they did in the beginning of the year. I, I think that one was a mulligan first game of the year. It happens. This that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen again. So I'm with you on that one. Um, for the NFC, this where it gets tricky. I'm gonna. God, I can't believe I'm saying this. You do have to pick a number one seed for this one because then we don't have one. So you at least got to pick the number. You might not have to go in order, but you do got to pick a number one seed. I think I say Green Bay still gets the number one seed. Okay, uh, I think they still they still end up beating 
Chicago. Um, New Orleans gets a two. Seattle gets a three. Um, Tampa locked in at the five spot. I think. Mm, I think the fact that uh, I don't I don't know what to do with the, with the Cardinals against the Rams because I mean no Jared Goff, but the last time that. The Rams and Cardinals played each other. I think the the defense held Kyler Murray in check, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm gonna just because the Cardinals are gonna have their starting QB. I'm gonna roll with the Cardinals, but I still think the Rams get in just because with them being nine and seven. And if the Packers, if I'm saying the Packers is the one seed, that means they beat Chicago. So nine and seven is better than eight and eight. So Rams and Cardinals still get in. Um, and I think the team who wins the NFC East, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh no. <laughs> I, just, oh. I can't believe I just said that, but bro. I, oh, you did it. Why look, Washington is Washington is stumbling. They're, they're stumbling. Haskins couldn't get it done for them. All they had to do was win one of these games, and they couldn't do it. Haskins Haskins didn't get it done for them. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard any word about Alex Smith playing or not. And, I mean, then you got Taylor Heineke. He might be the starter. Um, Jalen Hurst might play spoiler and, and ruin it for Washington. Um... I just don't know about I don't part of me wanted to go with the Giants, but the fact that they really had they really had the Cowboys beat earlier this year too, the same game that Dak got hurt. They really had them beat there and they just blew it themselves. I don't know, I don't know if they'll do it again. So I'm I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe I said that, but I'm gonna go with the Dallas Cowboys. I say <laughs> they get in, bro. Andy Dalton had had them guys looking good last week. He did. He did. And I mean, he's been doing pretty well. He's been doing pretty well filling in for for Dak. It, it, it was a little rough in the beginning, um, but but you know he he got him there. And I mean, yeah, I can't believe I said that, but yeah, I think the Dallas Cowboys. So I say Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Cowboys, Tampa, Arizona, L.A. And I I think Chicago don't make it. I think they don't make it, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But I, I think I think Green Bay is going to be like, nah, we don't want y'all in. So Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, Dallas, Tampa, Arizona, L.A. Rams. I can't believe you said that either. Um, as long as I've been, <laughs> as long as we've been knowing each other, um, and we've talked football. <laughs> I can't believe you said that either. I know, uh, I know. I think I think Green Bay will get that. I, I agree with you. Um, I think Green Bay will get that number one seed, which then in turn knocks out Chicago. Um, that will be a good game, though. I think that that'll be a real good game, just because they it's Chicago versus Green Bay, the rivalry, um, and everything that goes, you know, everything that goes with that. But I do think Green Bay wins. Locks up the number one seed, which then in turns knocks out Chicago. 
because I do think the Cardinals and the Rams will get in regardless of who wins or loses. Um, I think that, well, hold on now. If I think Chicago has a tiebreaker over who? The Cardinals. Because if Chicago wins or Arizona loses, yeah, they got the tiebreaker. Yeah, so they need a Cardinals loss. They need a Cardinals loss. Mm. So, so okay, so I picked Green Bay to get in to get the number one seed. <clears throat> That's a tough one between them and the Rams. It, it is. I think I'm have to go with you because it just they they they. The Cardinals still have their quarterback, so I got to go with the QB, even though he might be a little hobbled. You still have your guy. So, yeah, I think that still that Arizona will beat the Rams, which then in turn knocks out Chicago. So, okay. So, Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, obviously Tampa Bay, Arizona, and L.A. And then I'm sticking with my pick. I got the Washington football team getting in. Okay. I think I think they'll find a way to win. I think they will find a way to win tomorrow. And um that will then in turn knock off the Dallas Cowboys. Week seventeen. That then in turn knock out the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. I'm sticking with my pick. I'm rolling with it. I think that defense um will find a way. Washington has won games without scoring an offensive touchdown before. Just to let everybody know. So I think yeah, that, <laughs> so that's I think true. That, that's I true. I think that their defense will find a way to to do to get a score, get something. They'll find a way to put you know give Heineke some help if that if he is the starter, which it looks like he is going to be the starter. I th- they'll find a way to get him some help, and they'll win that game tomorrow night. Um, I think that Dallas will beat the Giants, but I I think Washington will. We'll win the NFC least and round off the playoffs. So, Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, Washington football team, and then Tampa Bay, um, Arizona, and Delhi Rams. So, the the only difference we have is is uh, who wins the NFC East. That's the only difference. Mm. Man, I, all we can say is, is, is this going to be uh, interesting? Week 17, I mean, it's so many. Oh, my gosh, there's so many different scenarios. Yeah. I, I, I think anyone anyone who has won any team or any fan of a team where their team has it, where all they need to do is just win. Win. They're the most nervous. They're, yeah, but they're kind of <laughs> feeling good. They're kind of feeling good. Like, like, for example, like if I was an L.A. Rams fan, I probably, I mean, I wouldn't feel too bad. I mean, because in a in a sense, I don't have to win to get in. No, you don't. It's not a given. Like, I mean, a win helps, but all I need is for Green Bay to beat Chicago, and it's a and it's a dub for me. And the the but the the interesting thing about that is that <laughs> Arizona Arizona and the Rams. And Green Bay and Chicago both play at, at the, the the late afternoon game, so it's at the same time. So it's literally going to be like 
they're gonna be yeah. watching on that sideline. Yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll be scoreboard watching. They'll be, they'll be they'll be scoreboard watching for sure. Like they they're 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 gonna watch. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're gonna be watching it. So it's just like for me, it's just kind of you know that's just they they have it pretty easily and they have it kind of pretty easy in that that NFC East. I mean. The Giants, the Cowboys, and Washington. I mean, literally, all whoever. Because I mean, the thing is, is whoever wins that Giant Cowboys game essentially has knocked the other team out. They've yeah. knocked the other team out, and then they're just waiting to see what the Eagles gonna do. Um, yeah, this is gonna be just. Uh, uh, interesting week seventeen, and I can't, I can't wait to, I can't wait to see it. And I'm glad that the NFL, um, started doing this and they're scheduling these past few years to where the the last week of the season are divisional games to where yeah. it's some meaning behind it. It's uh, uh, you know, a rivalry, uh, all of that nature. It's not, you know, it's not the Seahawks playing the Jaguars week seventeen. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting to watch, but seeing just <laughs> just the fact that seeing the Cowboys and the Giants play each other, and then whoever wins that game, they're going to be cheering for the Eagles. Like, you can't, you can't make turned. that up. You can't make that up. My how the tables have turned. <laughs> like it's teams that's going to be sitting up here, fans and teams that are just cheering for. They'll rival to 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 get a dub somewhere or to lose. It, it's amazing. It's amazing, man. But we're nearing the end uh, of another great episode, another great podcast, my brother. Um, once again, we made it to another another year, a new year, twenty twenty one. We are here. Um, man, any any shout outs you got? Of course, you know how we do it. Always shout out to uh shout out to first and foremost. Um shout out to my Lord and Savior for bringing me through another year. For sure. Um, and, and everything like that is with everything that happened in 2020, uh, I was, you know, my f- folks and, you know, friends and everything like that. Um, shout out to you, you know, doing this, doing this for another year with you. Um, think big things are going to happen with this podcast that we going to take this thing to the next level. We'll be doing this for, sheesh, he's going on three years now, man, back from the radio. I mean, if we want to talk about just the radio just a radio show at least three Facts. years now. Yeah, it's been. Um, we're not even going to count the television show, but um, yeah, I think we're going to take this. I'm believing that we're going to take this thing to the next level. Um, but obviously, just, you know, continue to stay safe, continue to wear your mask. Um, we're in a new year, and obviously, we're hoping for better, but we, we still have to do better. We still have to do the things to ensure that this year will be better. Um, than last year. So continue to wear your mask, continue to still be socially distant, be safe. Um, I just challenge everybody. Uh, everybody has 
their New Year's resolutions and I'm going to do this and, you know, this year, you know, start the new year, I'm going to do this. I'm going to uh, lose this much weight or I'm going to um, start this business or do this or do that and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, I just challenge everybody because I've put forth a challenge to myself um, to really, really, really hone in and go after and attack what you what you want. Um, I think we have a tendency to say we want certain things and then um, we start off the year strong <laughs> and as the as it as the year progresses we veer off and lose focus whether you know for whatever reason we lose focus on what the task is at hand and um, since I've gotten this job um, in coaching and everything um, along with some some of the other events that has gone on in my life the past two years um, I was just challenging myself I, I really don't have any other option but to be great in anything that I do um, for the simple fact of the people that aren't here anymore um, and one in particular is not here anymore to be able to feel that, fulfill that promise um, and the destiny that was before, uh, before him and everything. So I just challenge everybody, man, this year to really, really hone in and go after what you want. Um, don't sit back and wait on, you know, wait on it. Um, put some work in. The faith without works is dead. So um, just continue to keep believing um, in whatever that it is that you want. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's it, man. Just go after it, man. Go after it. It's, 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 it's time. It's time, man. It's time to get it. So that's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, of course. For sure. Um, stay, stay safe out here. Protect yourselves. Um, yeah, we're still in the pandemic. Protect yourselves. Um, protect yourselves. Protect black women. You know, always protect black women. No means no. No means no. Um, that's 2021, 22, 2042. Don't matter. No means no. Uh, man, just continue. Yeah, continue to be safe out here, man. Love it. Love your loved one. You know what I'm saying? Tell them that you love them. Check in on them for sure. Um, shout out to shout out to baby girl Naomi. She's sleep right now, but it's okay. She did good. I thought she might have. I thought she might would have came in and made a cameo real quick. Made some noise. She doing all right. She she sleep over there. I think she had she got a little milk drunk a couple of hours ago, so she still oh, okay. feeling, the, feeling the effects and everything. So she just <laughs> she just chilling, <laughs> man. Um, dang, we really need to. We need really need to shout shout out our brother, man. Rest in heaven, Lil Lil Brando. Yeah. Um, that's what you I was know. talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I felt it when you said that. I was like, yeah. I was like, let's, let's get that out there for sure. Long live Brando. Um, man, it, it's, it's still not the same without you here, bro, for sure. But we know, we know you're in a better place. You ain't have to worry about this pandemic, bro. Cause I know you would have been complaining about wearing a mask for sure. <laughs> Man, what? He would have been complaining about it for sure. Man, fool, I ain't trying to wear this mask, bro. 
I already know that boy would have been <laughs> like, nah, bro, this ain't it. This dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But like always, man, y'all can, you know what I'm saying, catch uh, catch this episode here on um, any streaming podcast near you, far as with Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, man, we just I just dropped last week's episode today. And we're going to go ahead and drop this one in today because it's, like, very important. It's, it was a long week for me, y'all. New Year's and and working <laughs> and going back and forth from Memphis to Murfreesboro. Man, look, it's and, all good. Man. We, we, and, you know, my birthday was this past Sunday. Yes, yeah, sir. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. You Happy birthday to my boy. If y'all listened in to the, to the, uh, to the previous episode. Capricorn it, it season. Already. You know what I'm saying? Come I'm gonna have to. Team. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to coin the phrase that you that you gave on there from the last episode, bro. You was like this easy money day. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to coin it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to coin it. Go I'm gonna, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run you. I'm gonna run you some credit though. And say, if it gets to popping, you, you get that. a percentage. <laughs> that's cool. That's what's up. See, I appreciate that. I appreciate. That. I got. I got to do that. I was like, dang, that's that's kind of hard. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Easy money day, man. Yeah. I'm like, Capricorn right season, there, man. It's the sure. best time of the year. I'm coming up you know, on the 10th. You know. Coming up on the 10th here pretty soon. So it's a good time of the year. Good time of the yeah, year. Best best time of the year. This this is this, hey, this this is what I tell my girl. I said, I said, think about this. Capricorns, they end the year with the bang. And then they they start the year off with it. Who else, who else can do that? Nobody else can sit up there and say, that they can end the year with a bang and then start a new year with the bang too. Nobody else can say that. You get Christmas, we get Christmas and New Year's, New Year's you Eve feel? and New Year's Day. I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know, man. It is what it is. She back here trying to act like she's sleeping, snoring. <laughs> she is Sagittarius. Ah, oh, you she's just sleeping. missed out on being great. Yeah, Sheesh. you know, I mean, you know, she all right. They good, you feel me? My mama's Sagittarius. I ain't feeling yeah. me. I ain't. They all right. They cool. Okay, ain't no Capricorn. They ain't no Capricorn. No. We really don't get a chance. To, we don't really talk too much. We really don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. We really don't. You know, we, we let all the other signs, they talk, you know, they talk their stuff and everything. We kind of just sit, sit back and, you know, let them do their thing. But it's our time now. You feel me? It's our time now. <laughs> you feel me? Man, um... What else? Oh, uh, let me let me let me do this last little thing in here and then for real. I'm I'm gonna end it. Uh, you know, it's 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 that month, bro. It's January. Everything everything for be coming back to back to back. Um, yo to the good noops for J five. <laughs> um shout out to all the signals for J nine. Mm-hmm. All the Deltas for J13, all the AKAs for J15, all the Zetas for J16. That's all I got for y'all. Don't say I ain't say nothing about it. Cause I, I did all that. Leave me alone. We probably, yeah, we probably won't be able to get a get a. We'll still be doing shows, but just not on those particular days. So yeah. I, I second that. I second that. Yeah. Second that notion too. Shout out to all the all the uh, Greek organizations with final days coming up. Uh, obviously, like you said, uh, Kappa Sigmas, Deltas, AKAs. Zetas, shout out to all all the Greeks with their final day coming up in January. Man, um, bro, must, must be nice up, not having to must be nice not having to have to share a month with nobody, bro. Must be nice. It, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> we get you know, 
we get we get December's early in December is not close to you know not close to you know the holidays right after Thanksgiving boom and then January hits and it's like well there's everybody else <laughs> tough, That's and, tough. And, it's, and like you said it's back to back it's five nine. <laughs> 13, 15, like 13, 15, 16. Yeah, 16. It's back to back to back to back to back. So, um, January is a busy month. Man. Very busy month in the Greek world. So, shout out to all the the organizations with their founders day coming up. For sure. But once again, y'all, this has been another great episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Please, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Um, you'll definitely get notifications when a new episode drop. Um, cause, uh, for sure for Apple podcasts, they're good for doing that. Um, and then if you're just already subscribing to it on Google and Spotify, you can always catch it too. Um, if you don't deal with none of those and you do a SoundCloud type of person, they drop on SoundCloud too. Um, so I always just be on the lookout for that and, um, stay tuned until the next time we out. Peace.